Hey, it's Ryan Reedy, and this is episode 106 of the Two Minute Tennis Podcast. By the way, can I just say, I absolutely love doing these podcast episodes. Super fun. I actually record them on the way to work and on the way home. I'm just driving, driving to work. Love my job, love my life. Life is good, man. When you do, let me just say this, when you do what you absolutely love, uh, it's just fun to go to work. I don't know. There's so many people who dread going to work can't wait for the weekend. I don't know. I just, since I was 12 years old, I wanted to be a tennis coach. And that's why I do these podcast episodes. I just love talking tennis. I love helping people. I hope you find this, uh, these episodes really fun and easy to listen to. And uh, so I just want to thank you quick, actually. I didn't even know I was going to say this, but it's just so much fun to, to do this. I, I do every episode with a smile on my face. So here are three tips that are really going to help you win more doubles matches. And one of the tips is actually going to help you uh, even in singles as well. And it's really this first one. And it is when you lob your opponent, go to the service line. Now, a lot of players think that what I'm saying here is when you lob the ball up over your opponent, that you should move forward. That's not what I'm saying here. It's when you lob your opponent, move to the service line, because I don't know where you are when you lob your opponent. Maybe you're volleying back and forth with someone and you volley up over them and you're in front of the service line. So if you volley up over them and they're running back to get it, then you'd actually have to move back to, to get to the service line. The idea is very simple. When you lob your opponent, move to the service line because you're most likely gonna receive a lob back from them and you wanna be able to hit an overhead. And if you get really tight to the net, the ball will go over your head. And if you stay back at the baseline, you squander the chance to hit that overhead. So anytime you hit a great lob over your opponent's head in singles and they have to run back and get it, or it's doubles and you're lobbing over them and they have to switch to, you know, to, you know, you know, switch and yours and they switch, the back person goes over and gets it, the net person switches. Anytime that occurs, you've got to, as a team in doubles, position yourself on the service line. So generally the lobber, generally is the baseliner, the lobber moves to the service line by going forward, but the net player actually moves back to the service line. So just in your mind, right? It's kind of like when you were a kid and the fire alarm went off at school. They always said, no matter where you are, you go to the playground or wherever, right? You go to a certain place. You go to the parking lot. They didn't tell you what direction to go. They told you where to go because they don't know where you are in the school. It's the same idea. Go to the service line when you lo- successfully lob over your opponent's heads because most likely they're going to lob back and then you can hit an overhead from the service line, either moving forward if they hit a weak lob, or you can move back two or three steps into no man's land uh, to hit uh, more of a defensive overhead. But if, at, depending on your level of play, you can still crack an overhead even from uh, no man's land. But what happens is players typically get really tight to the net or stay back, then they squander that opportunity. The second idea is when you get lobbed, you need to switch as a team and retreat. So I see this mistake every single day at the tennis club where I coach about an hour north of Philadelphia. You see a net player, the lob goes up over his or her head, they'll say switch, and they'll move laterally, staying the same distance from the net as they switch. Big, big mistake, and you can see what's gonna happen. Or, or, you know, a trained eye will see what's gonna happen here. The net player moves across, their partner is in the back, running back behind them to get that lob. They lob it back, they usually hit a weak ball, and then remember the previous drill? 
how the team who hit the lob needs to move to the service line? Yeah, well, that team moves to the service line and then the person who switched and stayed, you know, said switch and stayed at the net gets blasted with the overhead. It's really important when you switch in doubles that you retreat. What I teach is that when you switch, you move back at least to no man's land. So if you're at the net and the ball goes over your head and you yell switch, please don't move laterally and then move back. Move back diagonally into no man's land where your partner just almost where your partner was. Or depending on how much trouble your partner is in, running down that ball, maybe in the corner, all the way in the back, near the back fence or corner, move all the way back behind the baseline because you're gonna give yourself time to react. Since your partner is most likely gonna lob, you're gonna deal with an overhead, and if you're up at the net, you're gonna get blasted with that shot. So make sure you move back anytime you switch as a doubles team. Play basically both back at the baseline. And last, to kind of play off of what we just said, when you get an overhead, you need to aim your overhead at the person closest to you. Let me say that again. When you have an overhead and the ball pops up in the air, you must in your mind know who is closest to the net and you need to aim to that half of the court. You're not trying to hit them. You're not trying to hurt them. You're just trying to aim for that side of the court because they have less time. I've In previous episodes, I have mentioned that the most common mistake I see, I would say I see this mistake, I would say 50 times in a day. That, that's not an exaggeration. I would say 50 times in a day, I see this mistake being made on the courts uh, at the tennis club. I see an overhead being hit to the baseliner. I mean, it really is every five minutes. <laughs> you just look out and you, you start looking for it. If you know what to look for, it's like when you buy a new car, all of a sudden you start noticing that car on the road. It, it, the, the car was always there, but now your eye is used to seeing it or ready to see it. It's the same thing. Now that I just told you that, start looking at the tennis courts around you. Watch doubles. Watch how many overheads are hit to the side of the court where the baseliner is, the back player. And then that person has plenty of time to get it back. Now that I've mentioned that to you, start looking for it and you'll notice it all the time. Those three tips, I I know I've talked uh, about these things in the past. I truly believe that you don't wanna learn things or work on things until you get it right. You wanna work on it and learn it until you can't get it wrong. If you make sure that when you lob successfully over your opponents, you move to the service line. When you are lobbed in doubles, that when you switch, you move back toward the baseline diagonally. You get out of there, get away from the net. And when you get that overhead, that you hit the overhead to the side of the court where the person, where the opponent closest to the net is because they have less time to react and it's much easier to win the point that way. You follow those three tips. I absolutely guarantee you're gonna gain confidence, win more matches and play much better tennis. This is Ryan Reedy over at the Two Minute Tennis Podcast. Talk soon.